Today we're covering extreme weather, the fallout from the would-be Russian rebellion, scoops from the Supremes, and other top news for Wednesday, June 28th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour-over. Here's the quote of the day. He who sees a need and waits to be asked for help is as unkind as if he had refused it. Dante Alighieri. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Large sections of the U.S. are walking on sunshine, and it does not feel good. More than 64 million Americans in the South are facing heat advisories, with the sweaty temps moving up toward the Midwest. A quote-unquote heat dome, which is just what it sounds like, is scorching much of Texas, trapping air as hot as 115 degrees over areas, some with a face-melting record-setting heat index of 125 degrees. Meanwhile, Chicago was the new winner of the Worst Air in the World Award yesterday. Smoke from Canadian wildfires has wafted down to the Windy City and the Upper Midwest. Experts advise sensitive people to stay indoors entirely and others to limit their exposure. And if that wasn't enough, tornadoes in Indiana are responsible for thousands of flight cancellations and at least one death. In the face of natural disasters and calamities, we can look forward to when Earth will be redeemed and the world that God intended will reign again. Romans chapter 8 verses 20 through 21 say, For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in the hope that the creation itself will also be set free from the bondage to decay into the glorious freedom of God's children. The dust is settling on Russia's short-lived rebellion, and leaders are finally making statements. In his first statement since the Almost Revolution, Russia's President Putin said Russia's enemies miscalculated in their attempts to divide the fatherland. Wagner Group leader Yevgeny Prigozhin also spoke out, maintaining that his actions were in defense of his men and that he was staging a protest, not a coup. Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shaigu, a main focus of Prigozhin's protest, was also spotted. Kind of. Moscow released a silent video appearing to show Shaigu visiting Russian troops. Though the timing of the footage can't be confirmed, the timing of the release seems to indicate that Putin is standing behind Shaigu. For his part, President Biden confirmed that the U.S. and NATO weren't involved in what he called a, quote, struggle within the Russian system, unquote. Here's a verse to consider when witnessing conflict, even if you're not involved. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23. Grab your gavel, we're in the middle of decision season at the Supreme Court. So far this term, the Supremes have done the following. First, they ruled that Alabama's congressional maps needed to be redrawn, unfreezing a similar case with Louisiana. Second, they upheld the Biden administration's changes to deportation policy guidelines. Third, they affirmed social media companies are not liable for what's written on their platforms. And fourth, they ruled the Bad Spaniel's dog toy violated Jack Daniel's trademark. Yesterday, they weighed in on the independent state legislature theory, which argues that the U.S. Constitution gives state legislatures the power to establish how elections are run without input or oversight from governors or state courts. The Supremes rejected this idea 6-3. to Seven cases still await rulings. The most anticipated rulings concern affirmative action, considering race and college admissions, and President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. Our hope is never contingent on a court's ruling. It's much more secure than that. Regardless of whether things get worse or better during your lifetime, everything eventually ends well for followers of Christ. 
Job 12 verse 10 says, The life of every living thing is in his hand, as well as the breath of all humanity. This episode is sponsored by the End of the Road podcast. Visiting a city across the country can be fun. Seeing new landmarks, trying a signature food, finding out if they say soda or pop. But what about places where nearly everything is different? The End of the Road podcast will take you to some of the most challenging and remote places on the planet. Hear first-hand accounts of what life is like and what God is doing in the jungles of Congo, a war-torn city in the Middle East, and other places with cultures you'll likely never get to experience. If you want to hear fascinating stories, experience wild and remote places, and have your heart more inclined towards Christ, listen to the End of the Road podcast, available anywhere you listen to podcasts. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Five malaria cases have been detected in the U.S. over the past two months, marking the first local spread in the country since 2003. The mosquito-borne infections, usually found in tropical climates, were diagnosed in Florida and Texas. The CDC said the patients in all recent U.S. cases have received treatment and are improving. The section of I-95 that collapsed in Philly has reopened after just 12 days. First responders and sports mascots christened the newly repaired road after it was finished well ahead of schedule. The -the around-the-clock operation was lauded by Governor Shapiro and raised questions everywhere about why local road construction seems to last for years. Novo Nordisk is seeking FDA approval for its new semeglutide pill, similar to the company's wildly popular injectable versions Ozempic and Wigovi. The medication was specifically for diabetes patients, but is increasingly being used by patients seeking weight loss. In its clinical trial, Novo Nordisk's pill helped adults lose about 15% of their body weight. Saudi officials estimate that after three years of COVID restrictions, a record-breaking 2.5 million people are participating in this year's Hajj, an annual pilgrimage to Mecca that every Muslim is expected to make once in their life, if physically and financially able. And finances are relevant. The cheapest package to Hajj from Egypt rose 20% in the last year to $5,663. The Biden administration is tackling the digital divide in the 8.3 million U.S. homes and businesses that currently lack high-speed internet access. Monday, the White House announced its goal of getting all Americans access to the World Wide Web by 2030. Over $40 billion will be dispersed among the states for broadband access and expansion. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We sincerely appreciate your support, and we hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Friday. Today's episode is sponsored by The Compelled Podcast. What would you do if you came face-to-face with a murderer sent to kill you for being a Christian? For Virginia Prodan, that question isn't hypothetical. Virginia was a small, petite attorney defending Christians in court in communist Romania. And she was really good. So good, in fact, she caught the attention of the communist regime. One day, a tall, muscular man walked into her office, closed the door, and pulled out a gun. He barked, shut up, sit down, I'm here to kill you. Virginia was face-to-face with a trained assassin. What happened next would surprise both of them. Listen to Virginia's entire story on the Compelled podcast. Virginia is on episode 31, which is titled, He Came to Kill Me. Listen on your podcast app or at compelledpodcast.com.
That's C-O-M-P-E-L-L-E-D podcast.com. 